There we go. Yo, it is M Grads and O back again. Back again. Can you hear me this time? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Perfectly. Wow. Look at that. Technology, uh, it works sometimes. Finally. Well, we're back. Episode two. After, uh, hey, shout out. Not not shout out. Uh, how do you do this negatively? Shout out Anchor for being awful. There you go. Is that a- There you go. We'll just <laughs> uh, we'll just subtweet them. We wasted <laughs> we wasted an hour and a half of our time recording a podcast that was I thought it was pretty good. I thought and it was pretty good too, actually. I actually did it myself. It really pains me that nobody could hear it, but now you're big time. You went to the NBA Twitter party last oh night. Oh my god. Here How was go. it? It was cool. There was a lot of free flowing alcohol and um people there. Um, yeah, um, stuff like that. It was fun. I didn't see you interviewed though. I, I, no, was I got there to... late. I got there late. I was passionately late, of course. Um, and yeah, I got there late. So I you were too I busy. Got... You were too busy deciding on which LeBrons you should wear. Well, and there's this thing called traffic <laughs> in LA that people in Portland would have no idea about. So, Hey, um, no, that's not true. Yeah, Come no, up to Portland. No, no, no. Don't even. We're not even going to have this discussion. We're not. Because it's just not even. There's no comparison. There's like 35 people in Portland. Okay. There's 35 million in Los Angeles. So There's like 3 million in Portland. It's okay. No, no there's not. But it, I think. In the whole state of Oregon, there's probably 3 million people. Yeah, but, I think the population's growing quite a bit. But we'll see. Whatever. It's not even close. It's not close to LA. I know that for a fact. Nobody but the traffic wants to live is pretty in, bad. In the rain. No, nobody wants to live in the rain. You are correct. However, yeah. I'm really blessed when it's sunny outside. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, no. I appreciate that. It's like not snowing in Minnesota in the winter. Yeah, exactly. So I, I want to get to the first point here. I just want to get into this because I'm sick and tired of pe- hearing people. Because I'm pissed off. God damn it. I'm screaming A. Smith. And I tell you what, man, Kwame Brown. Has no hands. He's got small hands, small feet. You know. Man, uh, first of all, I was about to say because I was about to say something about Kwame Brown because it, it, I saw him play in high school, and people don't know he was a point guard in high school. But we're not even going to go there. So let's go. All right. So I, uh, I'm pretty upset with people who just throw Lavar Ball aside and and think that he did absolutely nothing to push this G League thing forward. The G League announces that they're going to pay guys 125k, and and while I understand that's not a ton of money, um, for kids who are not supposed to quote unquote be making any money, it is something, right? Yes, I guess. No, it's something. It's, I it's mean, better it's than nothing. Point. It's a good but PR here's, move. Here's the thing: before you go on your tangent, because I know you need the floor, because people pissed you off. Um, it's for the elite kids, like you know the the, the I don't people don't probably don't know, but like the Anthony Edwards. Um, you know, people like that, like, um, I don't even know who number one player. Is. Oh, like the Evan Mobley's, you know, the, 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 Un- people like that, the, the big time guys who are going to be pros, no matter what it's for those yep. guys, you know, not, not for, I'm not going to give names on that, but it's just not for your, it's not for me or you when we were in high school. I mean, when we were in high school, yeah. but, go ahead. but go ahead. Yeah. It's not for like three star athletes out of high school or whatever you want to, however you want to pr- I don't like the star rule, so I, I don't like using that as a method. But, like, for people who just don't under, really understand, like, it's like 
yeah, your top level talent guys can get paid at that maximum salary. However, like guys like Baz- Baisley, Basley, however you want to pronounce it, can do that anyways. You can, you could go to the G League if you wanted to. It's just the, the travel and all the extra stuff you have to do in the G League is is crazy um, for the dollars and cents that you get paid. So uh, other guys could do it if they wanted to. They just don't because, you know, we know that these colleges are paying money and paying cars and using things like that to uh, get kids to enroll. But my whole point is LeVar Ball has a lot to do with this. And whether or not you think that LeVar Ball's league is successful doesn't make or break the fact that LeVar Ball is actually the guy who pushed this thing along and created this narrative around this subject. Because prior to last year, I don't recall many people shouting out, aside from maybe like Jay Billis every once in a while and people like that, that the NCAA is corrupt and, you know, I'm not going to have my kids go there and, Let's create this league and show people that it will work. And you know what? Even if it wasn't perfect, he executed it. He did it. It was still around. From my understanding, guys still got paid. So I think he created something and helped push this narrative along. Am I saying that he's a sole contributor for everything? No. If you listen to what I said on Twitter – the man deserves some credit. That's all I said. The man deserves some credit. And people were like, how does he deserve credit? How does he get any sort of credit for not paying guys? All of guys Oregonians. Oh, no, not just Oregonians. All those Canadians. There you uh, go. All those white all, people. <laughs> basically, no, if you look, and I, I told Josiah this too yesterday, because he tweeted something about it as well. I still, and, I'm still getting retweets and retweets for my tweet. Yeah, I get retweets. I'm at 2,800. But uh, it's retweets. pretty, it's pretty funny to me, the people who are retweeting it, and the people who are replying or quote tweeting and being all negative with it. Right. I'm not gonna. I don't want to make stereotypes out of this. I don't want to make it a race thing. Well, I'd why say not? 95 because it is a race thing. I mean, you can't be like, I it don't is. want to make it a race 95% of the replies and quote tweets are white dudes. Right. That's and it. your tweets. No, 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 no. But see, see, I have a lot of black people in my tweets telling me that I'm ignorant and I'm stupid and LeVar didn't do shit and blah, blah, blah. Oh, don't think that is just white people who say that too because they're the, um, there, there are, um, blind, you know, people who, uh, you know, think Trump is doing a good job that are black sometimes. Not many of them, sure. but there are some. But like I said to my little brother, I was like, you want to you find out who's racist? You can talk about two things, Donald Trump and LeVar Ball. And you'll find out right there who's racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's absurd to me that people just can't give this man a break, though. I, I do feel like this family, like, just gets negatively thrown into things, no matter what the occasion is. First right. of all, their shoe that they just released, that's a good-looking shoe. And at yeah, $200, no, like they, they mastered it. I think they got it down. Like, I really do think that they figured it out. Did but, it take a few tries? Sure. Well, But well, everybody's uh, still going to roast them. Oliver, Oliver, they, they, they still haven't given some people the first shoe that they ordered. I get that. I get that. <laughs> we'll just overlook that. that real fast. I, you know, obviously, I think a lot of this is premature. I think, like, the league and how it started and how the guys got paid and whatnot wasn't exactly 
defined. But I think where his heart was is in the right direction. Right. That's my point. No, I got you. I and got you. whether the league was a success or not, whether he even started the league, he was the dude at the forefront yelling and screaming on all these talk shows, ESPN, Fox, all these different places, saying my kids are going to wear big baller brand stuff and my kids are going to do it this way. And, you know, he was one of the guys at the forefront yelling and screaming no, okay. yeah, Dude, you about should, these topics. You should see how many people – okay, I support LeVar fully. Like, I think he's, it's great what he's doing. You should see how many, how many people of color, black people especially, came to me and they're like, how can you support this clown? Blah, blah, blah. I'm hearing AAU parents talking about, I'm not no LeVar Ball. And I'm like, you know what? You should be. Okay, because what you're saying is you're just going to get bamboozled by everybody else, just like everybody else did now. Like, it's yep. crazy. Like, like LeVar is, is trying to be is trying to be ahead of the game and people are hating him for it. Like he's sticking his neck out and, he, and they're hating him for it. You know, it's like but that's what happens with, quote unquote, revolutionaries, you know, or revolutionists. You know, that's that's what happens. But people are like he's not he's that it's like you guys don't even you guys don't want to see it. That's what this whole thing is. They don't want to see it. And then you got the idiots. I'm not going to name names because I almost did. Thank God I caught myself. You got the idiots out there who compare him to Trump. And it's like that to me is the like that's just that's just the sheerest form of just like I'm low key racist that you can ever, ever just like imagine. Because it's like that there you can't compare them like LeVar Ball's a real father. OK, been married to one woman. OK, like let's not even go there. And he's not the president of the United States. But you're yeah, there's up all... there in the same pedestal. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. get out of here. So my thing is like, it's like, I know you're like, man, these white people, but trust me, there are black people who don't like that, who don't like him and don't like what he's doing either. And if I'm an AAU dad, he's the first person I'm calling. Like, yo, how do we get this done? The only thing I can, I'm not going to lie. The only thing I can knock LeVar about, though, the only thing. Okay. Um, your son's a pro already, Mellow, the youngest one. He's a pro. Yep. Let him let him play high school, man. Let him finish high school. Because then now you only got a year. He can go overseas or whatever. He can kick it, you know, like, or get in shape or whatever for, for the whole year and just wait. Like, what do you – like, that's my whole thing because Mellow is, like, 6'8 right now, okay, like I said he'd be. And he is a killer. He's only 16. Or, wait. Wait a minute. Yeah, he's only he's graduating high school at seventeen. He's only sixteen, okay. So when so he'd have played his last AAU ball this year, okay, this summer at sixteen, okay, this summer coming up, and um, it's just it's just it's just sad. Like he could have man, he's gonna be so good. People don't understand. They're like, you know, he's not. Yes, he is. He's gonna. I had Lakers telling me that when he plays with them, he'd be putting in work. And they be guarding him for real because he talks too much. <laughs> so they try and shut him down, and he be getting buckets. Yeah. So I don't want to hear I, that, man. Like I'm good with Levar Ball, man. I'm good on basically all fronts. Look, right. is it, as I think I mentioned on the first podcast, you have to separate him from his sons. Yes, I think you always have to do that. I'm not like as far this as isn't what? a family package. You have to realize. Right. Uh, to me. LeVar is his own person. He's a father. He's looking right. out for what his son's best interests are. Right. Down. I and it look, it just comes down for me at least. It comes down to like uh 
trying to change the way that basketball has been brought up for the past 20 or so years and change the way that we think about like these players and how they're paid and how they do things. The shoe deal from, from the big baller brand stuff to the AAU circuit stuff, sending your kids overseas and having them play overseas, which, you know what? He may even admit that it's a mistake deep down, but the bottom line is I think he did it for all the other kids that are getting taken advantage of by agents, by AAU coaches, by college coaches. I mean, to me, the system is fundamentally wrong. And I think most people would agree with that in terms of how you can be a professional athlete. And I think what he did is change the narrative. That's all I, I, I truly believe. And I'm not here to sit, sit here and say LeVar Ball is king of everything. That's, that's, that's not what this is about. I just think that he deserves some credit for what he did for the basketball community, especially for the guys who actually play the game. Not for the other guys. The agents probably hate him. The media members hate him. People like that don't like him. Why? You know, there's a number of reasons, but uh, <laughs> I think ultimately, you know, he changed the way that we looked at everything. And I think that that change, unfortunately for most people, is uncertainty. And with uncertainty comes frustration or other no, what, different what, things like what, that. What he, what, what he did was he had a plan, okay? And he didn't let anybody tell him what to do with his plan. Like, see, people, man, people don't even understand. Like, when I was talking to Evan about this the other day, and he was like, I, I asked an agent what they would say, and they said yeah. they never advise me. Time <laughs> out. Let, let me finish that. And then I said, and I told you why. I was like, because the agent doesn't want to fit, doesn't want to foot two summer bills, doesn't want to pay for it for two summers for training, okay? Secondly, like, he can lose him in the D-League. Say he goes down there and he's destroying and he kills. And then some other agent comes along is like, yo, um, come with me. Here's X amount of dollars. I'm going to rep you in the draft. You're getting shut down. You're not playing anymore. We're going to go number one. Okay? Like, he's at, the kid's averaging 30, whatever. Like, there's just scenarios. So the agent doesn't want him to go there. Of course, he's got a chance to lose him. Like, and then I said, you send him to the college coach to babysit. It's like people who, people who don't think that kind of stuff happens are completely, like, foolish. And, they, and they're idiotic. Like, they're just re- real fans. So it's like agents have way more pull and strings and all kinds of stuff, their hands in this jar and that jar and this jar, than people really realize. And that really upsets me because it's like the things I say that people are like, that never happens. It's like, okay, you really have no idea what you're talking about, you know? And then, like, that's why I get frustrated just to go off topic here with some of the things that, you know, these quote unquote people who are called insiders, you know, like they don't know anything and they're called insiders and they have all these followers and they have all these sheep that believe them. And then I come along and I'm like debunking all the, the, the false truths that they're putting out there. And it's like their, their sheep come at me like, you're, who are you? Nobody knows who you are. I believe this guy. And it's just like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. And obviously neither do you, but it's like, it's a lot of stuff that people don't know that goes on in this game. I'm not going to be the one to tell everybody, but trust me, there's a lot of stuff out in this game that goes on that people have no idea about like none. And it's, and it's sad. Like, like it, it really is. 
So that's that that's like why sometimes it's like I don't be commenting on certain things because it's like there's no need because a person has no idea what even goes on really. Like no, yeah. whatsoever. Like Well, it's pretty <clears throat> funny. The whole thing is pretty funny. Like if you look at it from a media perspective, most of these media members know the coaches, right? They know the agents, they know the coaches. So Well, I wouldn't even I mean, say most of the media members know that the, the agents. No, 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 I'd not most. Some of them, like the big Some of them know. do, right? Yeah. Some of them. The insider guys you're talking about, a lot of them know agents and coaches. Do they know players? Maybe. But they don't know as – I don't think they know as much about the player side as they do the coaches and the media because those are the guys they have access to. And I'm not blaming anybody here. I'm not calling anybody individually out. But they start the narrative here. They have started this narrative. I've seen it today. I saw it today. Uh, I think it was Mark Few. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Did you see this quote? No, I mean, he's I like, saw oh, if, and I'm, I'm cool with Mark Few, like, or Few. No, no problem at all. Like, do what you want to do. Like, be a coach, whatever. You know, uh, he's a good college coach. He's done, you know, done well for Gonzaga, everything else. But when you look at the quote, it's, it's literally angling for, this isn't helpful for college kids. This isn't helpful for kids that are in high school. They have to travel a bunch. We have first class, blah, blah, blah. We have first class this. We have first class that. And it's almost like you can't just accept the fact that there's kids who don't need that or don't want it and stop making up lies, too. If I'm an elite level player and I know I'm the best, I'm going to the G League. And a lot of guys would say, oh, no, that'll hurt your draft stock. Oh, no, that'll hurt this, that, and the other thing. If you're the if you're truly the best and you know you're the best, you ball against the best. Like there's there's no like backing down. Like it, it, if if we're being real here, like if you're that afraid of it, then maybe you shouldn't be playing the in the NBA. That's my personal opinion. Wow, now you're going way too far with your take. It's not even about that. I just think that what what some guys I mean it should be explored. You know, but guys are saying, oh, you're going to be playing against grown men. Well, you're going to be playing against grown men in, in college, too. You know, like there's some guys who are like 24, 25 still out there hooping, you know, with their last hoop dreams and, you know, uh, yeah. finagling the system. <clears throat> so I'd ra- let, let me put it this way. I'd rather have a guy who tried his best in, in the G League and put his effort towards it and had I, I don't know the stats, but played mediocre right through the G League season. Then I would a guy who is looked at as a potentially good player, but he's playing in college. I would I, that I know that's very very broad. There's a lot of variables with it, but like for my personal opinion, I'm taking the guy who's going to challenge himself and not just go the college route and put up 10, 15 points and look like he's got a ton of potential. Because I see these guys all the time. There's a ton of look. I'm not knocking players either. But in college, there are a ton of dudes who either don't get enough run or get run and don't show us that full potential, but you can see it. Or there are guys who pick the wrong college coach, like happens like nine the, All the time. All so the time. It's like, and plus, and plus, college is just as tricky as going to the G League, like I was saying, because like you don't pick, you, these guys don't make the decisions based on the college, on the coaches. They, base, they no. make decisions based on the program. Like guys going to Duke. Not everybody's a Duke player. Not everybody's a Kentucky player. You know, like, oh, I want to go to Oregon because they get gear. Dana Altman's there. Like, not saying he's a bad coach, 
but his style is not for everybody. Well, it's worked for so-and-so. You're not so-and-so. You got to go to a school and a coach that picks your, that, 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 you know, um, enhances your, your, your style of play or that you don't yep. play with. Like going to the G league, somebody was trying to say like, they don't have that choice to, you know, play with the coach. They got to, but in the G league, if you can play, you're going to play, you know, like, because the, the coach wants the, the coach of the G league is like, he's getting like, he's going through the same stuff with you, you know, and it's, it's a grind, but he's trying to get back. He's trying to get back up to the, to the other side, you know, yep. he's trying to stay in five star hotels and, and fly commercial again. You know, that's what he's trying to do. So it's like he's going to play who wins. You know, like he's not going to play. Who's, he's not going to play. There's oh, I'm no... not going to play this guy because, you know, yep. I, I got to play this guy because his AAU coach gives me players. There's so yep. many other variables and BS politics that go into college basketball that nobody, like, knows about. Like, and the system. You, you mentioned the system oh, yeah, earlier. The system, but, the, yeah. but the system is huge. I mean, you look at, like, what do you mean? Uh, let's, be on, let's be honest. Like, system is, in the, the NBA. System. The talent makes the system. Like, coaches adapt to whatever their players fit into. Well, who's my best player? All right, I'm running with him as my guy. We'll run a pick-and-roll offense, whatever. We'll run this sort of system or this sort of style because he's our best player. In college, a lot of the times, at least, it's my way or the highway. This is my style. We play my style of game, and we've got big post players, so we're going to run this way. And if you ain't that person – then you're not getting run or you're not looking like the best player on the court. And I think Well, perfect example, a- perfect example is Arizona. Look at what DeAndre Ayton and Alonzo Trier are doing yep. undrafted. Now, yeah. this is my thing. Nobody's going to come back to Sean Miller like this. And this is what makes me mad about fans. They're not going after Sean Miller. They're just saying, well, yeah, well, yeah Arizona, bear down, Wildcat. It's like, no, your coach had the number one pick and an undrafted guy who should have been a lottery pick, okay, and couldn't beat Buffalo. That's all system. He had He's had so many guys come through there that when they get there, it's just like, oh, man, this is not what I expected it to be. It's not – it's Sean Miller's system. That, that's what it is. Like, Ben Halland is a system coach. Yep. Like, you can't go there like, like that. Like, that's what happened with Malik Newman. Like, you never go to Ben Halland. But he, but he, but look all the pros he put in. Yeah, I know. And look how much different they played when they got there. Like if he let Russell Westbrook go, do you don't think he went to national championship? Probably. You know, Kevin Love got to do whatever he wanted, whatever. He wanted. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, guys that's like one that. Of the first, what do you mean, guys like that? I mean, Russell Westbrook it was it went four, and Kevin Love went five, and Russell Westbrook yep. was was in handcuffs compared to what Kevin Love got to do. That's what I I'm know, saying. I'm like, with you. I was at every single one of those games. Every single one. Um, so it's just, it's just like, to me, it's just funny. You know, it really is. Um, yeah, I mean, you could go back to, I mean, and, and we both bashed on Carl Anthony Towns a little bit, but you can even go back to the Kentucky teams with Carl Anthony Towns where Carl was playing like, what was he playing? 13 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Something it crazy. was nuts. And then you see him in the NBA and you're like, wait, this guy played in college. Well, time, out, time out, time out. That team had Willie Colley Stein, the Harrison twins, Trey Lyles, um, not 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 Eric Bledsoe. So what was his name? They had somebody else. Devin Booker, Tyler Eulis. They had a ton of players. They they had um they had Terrence. They had a squad. Was he on that team? Jones was on the team, I think, before that. But yeah, he had he the same problem. The, the he balled out the first, his freshman season, decided to come back, and then they Which benched him the for Anthony Davis. Dumb, oh, and you're acting like that's a problem. 
No, I'm not acting like it's a problem. I'm about to say. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is the dude should have came out when he was balling out as freshman year. No, yeah, exactly. And whoever and advised him. Who advised, advised him on him doing that. Terrible job. Exactly. But this happens that's a lot. another thing. But exactly. That's another thing people don't, don't take into consideration. Who's advising these people? Like, you got to take that into consideration. Like, who's your entourage? Who's around you? Like, you got to take that into consideration. These guys don't, they, they do a lot, but they don't, they, they think that everything's going to be all right because they got money or whatever the case may be or whatever. Like, the, a lot of the stuff's not thought out because a lot of the stuff is purchased. Like, a lot of the stuff. Like, the, it, it's crazy, like, how the mach- you get into the machine and how it works. You know, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's, certain guys get hyped because of access. Well, yo, um, this kid's not good, but I need press for my team still. So can we get press? So I because my but my two my 2022 coming up, he's gonna be amazing. But this kid right there, it's it's just crazy how stuff works, man. And it's like I don't want to say too much, but it's just crazy how it works. And people don't understand that. They really don't understand it at all. That's why people hate Levar Ball and don't think that he had anything to do with the NBA, which we already know was put in. The, it was already we we know that the NBA and and had this and G League had this. We're working on it for years. We know that. But all of a sudden, okay, now we're ready. Let's go, guys. This is what we're going to do. And you guys have been talking about it since, like, 2013. It's funny to me, though. It's funny to me, though. People just think this was on a whim. Like, the NBA just pulled this out of their butt. Like Exactly. This this has been in the work. Like, no, I'm I'm talking about the LeVar Ball thing. So, you mean to tell me that LeVar Ball starts this league and the NBA isn't, like, paying attention at all? I know, right? And – and – that's probably when this process actually started, just my opinion. Last season, when he decides, I'm going to start this league for kids, and he's out there doing his thing and talking to news and this and that, that's when the NBA put this thing into place. These things don't happen overnight. You don't just say, like, all right, pay raises for elite-level players right now, sign on a dotted line. Like, that doesn't happen overnight. That's, like, right. a 9- to 12-month process, even more than that. So, to me – it almost aligns perfectly with what I would assume as the timeline of when LeVar started discussing this whole thing and starting this JBA league. That's my point. And I mean, whatever we can go on and on about this. This is bottom line. NCAA is a corrupt institution where uh, all these kids really don't have a say in what they do or how they go about their business. And to me, it's just unfortunate to see a bunch of these players get taken advantage of now you can say that it adds value to players and but you know mike mike Chachevsky and people like that are, are are good coaches and good people and whatever sure whatever you can you can make that argument for anybody at any given time at any given time out place. time out time out time out time out mike Chachevsky, uh it's a little blip in the radar so coach k <clears throat> zion williamson doesn't want to go to kansas or can't go to kansas <laughs> because of the money but goes to duke for free See, that's the whole thing. I saw another thing about that. And it's like, people are like, you hate Coach K. No, Coach K is one of the greatest coaches ever. Let's, let's get that out the way right now. Probably the greatest coach ever. Sorry, Coach John Wooden. But I'm just saying, like, um, <clears throat> check this out. Um, somebody said today, Coach Cal gets those kind of players, and people say he's cheating. Then Coach K starts getting those same exact players that Cal was getting, and nobody says a word. Now, how is Coach Cal cheating? at Kentucky, but 
Mike Coach Krzyzewski isn't cheating at Duke. Well, I mean, that's Coach K. Who doesn't want to go play for Coach K? That That's besides the point. Like, stop, because he was never, ever, ever, ever getting one and done like that before that. And yep. then all of a sudden he started when Coach K came in and had the Derrick Roses and guys like that, you know, because Coach K always said Duke players don't graduate early. Yep. This is just a, a segue. So I'm just saying, like, a little tangent I'm going on. So that's all my whole thing. Like, Coach K is the most protected basketball coach in all of basketball. Like, like it, he just is. Even if somebody comes up there and says whatever happened at Duke, that's how he went to Duke because he got paid. If Coach K says that didn't happen, like nobody will investigate it. Oh, okay. Well, Coach, K, well, we believe what Coach K said. It's like it's what he says is gospel. Now I understand he's worked for that, and I, I mean, look at his track record. I mean, of course he's a legend, but it's like, I mean, come on, dude. Like, stop. Guys are getting paid to go to every school. Every school, Kansas, no matter what. School. Every school, and it's been like that since the beginning. Since Will Chamberlain, there's okay? ha- there's handshakes going around. There's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, like, it's it's not just. I, I do want to at least say. Sometimes people think it's just straight cash. <laughs> it's just it's not just that. There's a lot of secret handshakes that go around, man. There's a lot of secret handshakes. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. It's just. I, I wouldn't know, be about more about scratching your back and you scratching mine. It's a lot of stuff that goes down that people don't know about. And there's a lot of, and, and a lot of times the kids have no idea. Like there's some war stories about kids coming, getting to the NBA and finding out everything that happened because another player will tell them. Yep. You know, sometimes another player will be like, yo man, I paid for your whole thing and you have no idea. Like that's how you're here. And the kid has no idea. Like it's, it's, I've heard a lot of stories from guys in the NBA about stuff that's happened. I tweeted out one time, I was like, it's 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 sad that some of these NBA players are stuck with agents and they can't do nothing about it. And they and they hate their agent. I had like six or seven guys like that tweet, okay. And I was just like, wow. And I and I know what it is. I know what it is. And it's just it, it happens every year. It happens the same thing. Yep. And the parents think that they're smarter than everybody. Oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And I'm just like. You guys have no idea who the people I talk to. Like, you're not the only pe- people I talk to, parents. Like, but parents think that, you know, they don't – he doesn't know the people that I know. It's like, uh, okay, you're not the only one to have a top-level kid, and you won't be – you're not the first, you won't be the last. You're just Mr. or Mrs. or Mr. Hot right now. That's it. So, I mean, it's just – the whole thing is just crazy, man. Like, if you ask me, like, the NCAA needs to chill out because I can't believe they're not even looking at football. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's actually no. like it's actually embarrassing to see how they've it done is. it cuz every single team should be investigated at this point. I mean, it's pretty clear and evident that But but let's even get more real. Why are Michigan State, Ohio State and Penn State why are they still around? Like yeah. let's keep it real with that. Like are you serious? Like and Urban Meyer lied, "Oh, we'll get you three games." It's crazy, three games because yeah. the boosters knew he, he gets fired. He comes to USC now. <laughs> yeah. USC football guy, I, you know, hey, I'd have to, you know. Hey, can't argue with that. Little, no. <laughs> but, like, you know, hey, it's L.A. He won't be the biggest thing out here. He's the biggest thing in the state of Ohio. He yeah. comes to L.A. He's behind the Lakers, you know. So, you know, he's behind celebrities. So it doesn't matter, like, if he comes out here. But I'm just saying, it's like, how is that overlooked? How are those schools still doing things? So I'm just saying, it's like, the the, the – not even PC, but the it's just so fake. All the punishment and all the, the, the judging, it's just 
it's what they they train they train the masses to believe. You know, like yeah. all the sheep, I say. It's like they all go to the, they're all going to get slaughtered, and it's just they don't even know it. It's a waste of. It's a it's a waste, waste of, of resources. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. The whole thing is pretty silly to me. And like I said, like in the podcast that we did previous to this, I I think the easiest solution that's the quickest method to just get this thing like at least rolling in the right direction, allow players to make money off their likeness and allow players to make money on the side or do whatever they want to do on the side without having to be secretive about it. If if a kid wants to make you know, an endorsement deal with Nike or Adidas, let him do that. If a kid wants to make money off of his name, pay him 10% or 20% or whatever off the jersey sales or whatever. Uh, I don't know, logistically. 20%. Well, Man, no, 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 50, no. 50. I'm, I'm talking about full sure? jersey. Now, if it's their jersey, they should be getting paid 80% of it. I mean, right? the, the thing for me is, like, these – if the NCAA were smart, they'd get with the times and not, like, just stick to their guns. This this is going to come down pretty quickly. I think in the next, like, 10 years, college sports aren't going to be what they were. I just – I don't see it. The NBA doing this, the NFL has to do well, something about it. Well, and it, well and no, 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 no. I'm just – NFL, no. no. There's no way an 18-year-old can go fresh out of high school to the NFL unless he's a kicker. I'm not punch. saying fresh out of high school. I wasn't saying that. But yeah, I'm talking, dude. I'd say maybe two years. I can understand, but you got to do two at minimum. Like, there's no way. Like in college, you can't role, you can't go to an NFL, you know, uh, like not seven v seven league, but you know, like an a NFL minor league or something like that with kids that are eighteen to twenty one and just put them in different teams like that. Have, have elite that level coaches. College. It's called college. Yeah, I understand that, but to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, it does make sense. I get it. The NCAA has been around forever, and people just want to continue to push through it and make a bunch that's of money. Why there's and... no, that's why the G League. That's why the G League is is so shunned upon by by the the non knowing sports fan because well, we have college, you know, and it's just like okay, you know, like what does that mean? Some people went to the wrong college. Yeah, some people went to the wrong, you know, then the wrong situation. Like things happen in college. Somebody may have gotten hurt, you know. Like things happen. You know, like I was talking to somebody today and he was just like, I picked the wrong school and I'm stuck here now. And I'm just like, man, I hate to hear that. It's a joke. You know, but it's just like. You should be able to move whenever you want. You exactly. Th- things things happen for a reason. You know, I mean, not for a reason, but it's just like, it's just the way things are, it's just bad, to be honest with you. Like you have more rules about kids in college that are 18, but they can just easily just go to war and fight and die. So, I mean, yeah. it's just. Just stupid to be honest with you. Yeah, you enter signing slave papers and you sign the national letter of intent, it's the worst thing ever. Yep, so let's Give move up. to really quick the NBA. The Lakers played last night. Did you, uh, no, I saw it, but I mean, like, I was watching at that, you know, since I'm so big time, I was at that Twitter party, you know, <laughs> taking pictures with you know, you know, tw- famous Twitter, you know, account people, girls. So, um, my thing is. Who cares, dude? It's game one. LeBron had two dunks. People are moving fast. They're trying to judge so they can feel like, I called it first. It's like, dude, relax. There's still a lot of games to go. You know, just chill out. I didn't see it. I know that the um, Portland Trailblazers have the same team as last year. 
and LeBron, people don't understand, LeBron is a big person. He is a big person on the court. He is a big person, just period. Like, he takes up a lot of space on the court as one person. That's what I always say, like, spacing. LeBron takes up a lot of space, okay? Like, and, and that shrinks the role, not the role, but the spacing of everybody else, like a Kyle Kuzma, like a Lonzo Ball, you know? And Rondo there, he takes up a lot of space too. So, like, it's just – we just got to wait and see. Hopefully, Luke can figure this out, hopefully. Um, because I don't think another superstar is going to do it as much. I mean, of course, they need one. But, oh, I mean, they need one. But, I mean, that's more space that's going to be taken up. We get a KD and a LeBron, that's almost a whole court being taken up by just two guys. <laughs> now, a lot of people won't know what I'm talking about, and I'm not going to explain it to them. But, like, that's – I'm sorry. That's like the whole court being taken up by two guys. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about space. And no. The way – just the way it moves. Yeah. And so, like, touches. Touches, right. touches, touches. I mean, that's like 80% of your team's touches on two guys. So you get KD and LeBron, you're going to have to have role players. And Kuzma ain't no role player. Brandon Ingram ain't no role player. Josh Hart is showing you he ain't no role player. You know, um, Lonzo Ball ain't no role player. These, these are stars, you know, and it's just like you're going to tell – you're going to stunt these guys' growth. I said that LeBron coming to L.A. would probably stunt their growth. And it's like guys are going to start getting frustrated, Okay. Like, year 16, guys are going to start getting frustrated. I know he's a Laker and everybody loves it. LeBron, oh, my God. I'm with my favorite, my childhood idol. I can't believe I'm playing with LeBron. I never in my life would have thought I'd ever play with LeBron on the Lakers. You know, I never thought that I'm a Laker and I'm playing with LeBron, not Kobe. Like, it's crazy. But (laughs) it's year 16, a lot of miles on LeBron, a lot of miles. He's been in the finals like 50 million times, um, even though it all was in the East. But still, he's been there. Um, my thing is, like, he's in the West now. It's going to be a different type of game. But I'm not worried, dude. Talk to me game 25. If they're, like, 12 and 12 or 12 and 13, then I'll have some worry. But if we're, like, you know, 15 and 10, I'm not going to be worried about it. Yeah. 16 and 9. But, like, if we're, like, you know, 10 and 15, then it's like, okay, there might be trouble in paradise. You Interesting. Know, for real. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could it – could... It could come down pretty quickly. I wouldn't be shocked if there's some frustration and stuff like that. I mean, guys like Zoe and Ingram oh. and Kuzma. I mean, the problem is. Uh oh, Coach Maroney. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna identify the problem because I don't know what the problem is. One game, you I, don't know what the problem is. Exactly. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, if there is a problem, in my opinion, it's the okay. fact that. Kuzma, Ingram, and Zoe were allowed to basically do whatever they want for two seasons, right? Or a season, depending on if you're talking about Zoe or Ingram or whatever. They had freedom. And now they play in the confines of what LeBron does. And to me, it just makes it change your game like a flip of a switch. So I agree with you in the sense that one game isn't enough, but – if by game like 30, 40, 50 comes around and like you said, they're like 10 and 20 or 10 and 15 or whatever, something like that, the panic button's going to be pressed pretty quickly because these Laker fans are expecting like big things, man. 
big things. Well, and it's unfortunate. I kind of feel bad for the kid. The uh, look, I'm happy for LeBron that he made the decision. Cool, great, but I do feel genuinely disappointed. Even though they don't right now, probably for Kuzma, Ingram, Zoe, in the sense that they have now taken this backseat and they aren't necessarily given the freedom to just be like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. They, that, that is not going to be the case anymore. No. And I wanted to add something really quick because there was some overreactions yesterday that I caught. And I got to say, I was pretty close to deleting the Twitter app on my phone <laughs> after I saw some of these. <laughs> Uh, dude, let's, let's, let's clear this. Let's clear the air on this, this thing first. Stats do not mean anything. If you have not watched the actual game that is being played. Secondly, plus minus that stat should never have been made ever. That is the fans way of saying this player is playing like shit or this player is playing good. And it is absolutely not indicative of how good or bad this player is playing. Yesterday, I saw a tweet saying Zoe was negative seven in his blah, 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 minutes. Yeah. Did you see that he was playing with Lance Stevenson and McGee and some other boys that probably shouldn't be on the court at the same time as him? Did you not see that the Lakers lost by more than seven? So a negative seven, I just, I, I don't get it. It makes no sense. There's no... There's no context to it that's, other than the fact that you can say, oh, it's a negative number, so he's negative. No. That, that or, to me, it's terrible. Right. I hate that stat. I need it pulled out of every freaking stat book ever. I'm tired of going on ESPN and seeing plus minus as an option on there. Take it off. Right. Get it out of here right. and stop having fans look at it well, because this is insane. That's to show for people like who don't know basketball, that's to show something like the nerds, which have invaded basketball. Because it makes a lot of money and it's fun, and I don't know anything about basketball, so I got to figure out something so I can sound like it. Like I saw when I be seeing tweets that guys just started putting numbers and stats. So yeah, this kind of I just I just scroll through it. Like you don't know basketball, you don't know basketball. Once you start putting numbers and like saying da 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 da, like if you he averaged X and this, like okay, that's where I'll give you numbers. But if you keep going, well his and the pick and roll, it, it's like I don't want to hear about all that crap because that doesn't mean anything. Okay, none of that means anything. Like, if you know what you're watching in basketball, you can tell who's good and who's not good and who you should play in the fourth quarter and who you shouldn't play. It has nothing to do with plus minus or stat. I hate that stuff, too. You know, that's just, man, that's just, that's just the nerds. Nerds way of lazy, getting basketball. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Well, that's all I have to say about lazy it. Lazy. If you can, uh, you just go on your phone and you say, oh, plus minus. Oh, McCollum's playing terrible. That's all you got to say. It's like, and, and, and people are liking it, retweeting it, sharing it. And I'm sitting here like, how in the hell is that accept? Like, I just don't get it. How can you possibly grade somebody off of a number? You haven't even watched the basketball game. Take a look at the basketball game. Yeah, his jumper's not falling. That doesn't mean he's playing like crap. Now, could he be? Sure. Sure he could be. But that's not that. That stat is not the reason for him being good or bad. Well, Oliver. And that, that's – I just – I can't stand it. No, I I'm you, really but, tired of but it. But, Oliver, listen, listen. A lot of people who get paid to talk about sports don't watch sports. So that also helps them out because 
they can, sure. they can go and look at the stat lines. You go, oh, okay. And then you have Skip Bayless up there saying, or somebody of that ilk saying, well, he was a plus 17 last night, so he wasn't the problem. It's like, dude, shut up. You know? Mellow. Mello. Stop talking. He's three for – He's three for three or something like that in in his Rockets debut. And I get a tweet reply saying he's negative seven for the game. I said, did you watch him play? He's 100% from the field. He hasn't done anything wrong. Like, yeah, maybe his defense isn't great, but no, it's this, are you watching the game? That was the biggest mistake ever, but I'm not even going to get into that because that's a whole other discussion. That was- I'm not saying that Melo's the greatest player ever. I'm not even saying that he's great or good. But – He's definitely if you're good. three for three and you're shooting well and you look like you're comfortable, I'm gonna say you look good. Right. That's it. It's not. It's not about the numbers. It's like, yo, you're down by. They're down by eight anyways. So what do you mean? This doesn't make any sense. No, I feel you. But talk to your people. I don't know, man. <laughs> talk to your nerdy people. They're the ones who, uh, who, who started. I can't get. Yeah, I, I. Yeah. It's it's very strange, man. Uh. Yeah. NBA Twitter has evolved quite a bit. Yeah. And it's not in a good way all the exactly, time. Exactly, because you've got these that. characters and these people who don't know anything about basketball but are sheep or that work for companies that have no idea what they're talking about. They steal from me all the time. Thank you. But it's just it's crazy. Like, just because, oh, man, it's, it, it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. But, hey, that's life. Like, you get people who are characters, and they say funny things. But they don't know basketball. They've never played it. They don't know it from watching it. You don't know it at all. You just you you hear what people say and you try and make little quirky jokes about it. It's like get the fuck out of here. I'm so tired of that shit. Like it's become a, a a cute thing to be part of basketball Twitter or NBA Twitter. And it's like, dude, well, there are people who really talk about basketball know what they're talking about. But then you got the idiots who don't know anything that try and put in their two so I said it's like, man, shut up. Get off my fucking page with that bullshit. I'm so sick of it. It's like, dude, you yep. don't know anything. You guys don't know sports. And the young people are just as bad as the older people. They don't know anything either. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the age is. To me, it's just can you can you understand what's going on or can you not? Yeah, and to me, don't. it's very when when you just start tweeting stats and that's it, you clearly don't. That's it. That that's 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 my personal opinion of it. Yes. Yeah, I I could go on about this for a while. The last thing I just want to say about the stats thing. Before we get get this done, you can use stats to back up a point. You can use stats to back up a point. If you say, "Hey, uh, I'm just using this example. Don't 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 kill me for it." Miller right. looks comfortable. He's playing well. He's blah 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 from the field, and he's shooting X percentage. Okay, cool. I, I don't have a problem with that. As long as you are stating that you've actually watched some of this, cool. Not, right. I, I'm not, I'm not going to have much of an issue with it. Oh, he's coming off pick and rolls real well, but he hasn't made – he's 0 for 3, but he's looking good. You know what I mean? Like, that happens. But if you just throw out the stat, <laughs> Zoe, negative 7 for the game, yo, did you watch anything? Are you just, just taking the stat from the ESPN stat board that any any freaking person on the face of the planet can see and just posting it up there? Because that's what you're doing. And I just don't I, – I have no time for that. Well, I know. We just said that again. I, I know. I feel you. It's just – yeah, we, I feel you. That needs to go. 
All right. Anything else? No, I'm so glad we made it out without you talking about DeMar DeRozan for MVP. Well, hey, thank you, everybody. Hey, hey, I am not partaking in this discussion. I'm about to know. We're not having this on this show. 28 points. Last next week, <laughs> you guys have a great time. Oliver Maroney has lost his mind. Um, yeah. Spurs are 1 0, Lakers are 0 1. That's all you got to know. Oh, my God. Yeah, because the Spurs have a coach, the Lakers don't. <laughs> Oh, man. The Lakers don't. Anyways, you guys be great. We'll see you next week, hopefully, sooner, and we'll have a better contraption.